Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Just getting over a cold. Might sound like a few octaves lower. Um, I don't know if you're if it's you or if it's the new software I'm using, but either way, it's, it, it should be fine. Well, between uh, otherwise, maybe I'll sound like Barry White. Yeah, you do. You sound a little lower. It sounds like Barry White. Less sexy. Hello, baby. <laughs> Welcome to 13 Still Gaming. You, you sound like Chef from South Park. Hello, children. <laughs> That's exactly what you sound like. Those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Um, there's lots of stories, but not really too in-depth of the stories. There, there, is, a, there is a topic I want to talk about. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Bungie. We're going to be talking about Sea of Thieves. Talk about Monster Hunter. We're talking about Microsoft. And we're going to be talking about games ruining games. And we'll go into this down the road. And, it's, and this is the rant portion of the show when we go uh, like the, the actual rant, not the sidebar rants that we go on for, for other things. Uh, if you guys want to watch this live, we're here every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. This, we've been doing this. This is our fourth year, technically fiscal fourth year starting sarge can't believe it we started back in may 24th of 2015 and now we are about to start our fourth actual year but we're in our fourth season so let's talk about i know sarge has only been playing fallout and he doesn't really want to talk about fallout so we're going to start the show this week with monster hunter uh and we're going to talk about sea of thieves a little bit later so um i started playing monster hunter i'm about 15 hours total into the game, but 10 hours with one character, five with another, right? So I made one character, and I was playing before I started streaming uh, on Monday, or I'm sorry, uh, on Wednesday uh, is when I started streaming it. And I absolutely love this game. It's a, I don't know what it is. It's just something about, it's just something about fighting the monsters. Now, the fighting mechanic is not the best. It reminds me of like a Final Fantasy, or I should say the the last Final Fantasy, like the kind of hack and slash type of uh, of move. Maybe a little of Dark Souls type of, of fighting style, but not as fluid as like a Batman uh, or the new Spider Man. That you know the how fluidity it is. Um, it's not really about smashing buttons though. It it is more of well timed button smashing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so like if, if you're playing in a group with somebody and you're just smashing buttons, your character's going to do all these moves, but you might hit the other guy. Right. And then it kind of like pushes him back or stuns him and it, it's not productive. Right. So you want to be able to hit precisely precision wise. Tactical, tactical button pressing, not, right. not, not just smashing the button. Correct. Correct. 
So there's there's that. Now the game overall, you look at it and you're like, why should I play Monster Hunter? And if you like a grind, and I'm talking about grind, not the strip club grind, okay, like the actual gaming grind, where you're playing the same thing over and over and over and over, right? So, for instance, you start off the tutorial. There's The learning curve in this is very, very big. I've never played a Monster Hunter game ever up until this point. Um, and now I wish I played... 13 years ago when the original Monster Hunter came out on the uh, Nintendo st- uh, Game Boy. So when you start off, there's just a, a, lots of reading, which is fine, right? It's, just another, it's another, you know, Japanese-type game, you know, subtitles, bad dubbing uh, with the English language and stuff like that. You first get in, you get, get in, and you're just overwhelmed. You're like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what weapons to choose. I don't know where to go. I uh, don't know what armor's good. And there's lots of stats, lots of numbers on top of numbers, Lots of different you, you have to learn you have to learn the game right you have to take the time learn the game like i said i'm i'm 15 hours in and i feel like i know absolutely nothing about this game yesterday as i was playing like hour 10 when i hit like hour eh, about eight hour eight with my new character it started going off in my head going oh ah. like it started making sense to me like okay I, I grab these materials and now I can make this weapon or I can make this trap or I can make this. And it's a lot of strategy involved when you're, when you're fighting a certain monsters because certain armor does better against certain monsters and certain elements. And then you want to add some, uh, you know, jewels and stuff on top. I haven't even touched that time. Touched time that. played in the game equals understanding what weapons to use. Right. The more you play, the more of a monster hunter expert you become. Right. So you're there's a ranking in the game, which is HR. Right. Um, and it's called Hunter Ranking. OK. Now, this goes up periodically, but I don't know why it goes up yet. I know as I'm beating the main story, it's going up, but there's no limit to this. So at the end of the game, when you beat the game, it can go on to Hunter Rank 99, Hunter Rank 150. It just constantly keeps going. Um, there's just better gear. They're going to add more DLC. And going forward, all DLC that I know of is free. Okay. Uh, that's what the devs said. Now, that's just adding more monsters to the already world that they've created. Now, I don't know if they're going to add more lands. If they add more lands, I don't know if that's free or not. But they did say all content uh, going forward, maybe the rest of this year, is basically free. Well, not is basically. It is free. Um you like watching it, but you're not keen on it. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch. It's just like a struggle because when you're in a battle, you don't feel like, oh, yeah, I'm going to beat this guy, right? Like, you fail. There, there's a lot of times that you fail the, 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 the battle. And so what's really cool about these battles is the NPC, the monster itself, is like, it's dynamic, right? So if you're attacking it from behind a lot, it, it, it adjusts. It doesn't just sit there and let you keep hitting it. It like adjusts and does it like a move to you or it'll take its tail and smack you. Um, and then while you're fighting a monster, another monster might show up because it roams the board freely. OK, and then if he sees you, they come across each other and then they start fighting. Right. And then they start dynamically fighting and it's not pre-generated. It's literally dynamic fighting. So a T-Rex might come and grab the lizard that you're fighting. Like last night, we're, pl- we're, we're hunting two 
uh, jaguar, like these giant iguanas, right? That that we're, we're I think, trying to I get. I think in order to be a real monster hunter, bro, I think you might have to start learning the names of these creatures. Isn't it jaguar? I think that's what I think that's what it's called. Oh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just letting you know. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the lizard well, you creatures. Said lizard things. So well, it's a lizard thing. It's a it's a giant iguana. It's a giant iguana. And it's called a jaguar or jaguar, whatever. And then the the T Rex is called an Ashton, an Ashton. I, I do have to learn the words. You're not, you're not, you're not wrong there. But I'm only ten hours in, right? Okay. So uh, I'm sure by the end of this month, and we are in the new month. By the end of February, I'm going to be like, um, I'm sorry, but that's called a jaguar. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'll, I'll be like really into it. So while you're fighting the, this T, I'm going to call it T Rex because that's what I do. Right, so the T-Rex came over and all of a sudden bit the back of the iguana, okay, and started tossing him up in the air. And I, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to get in the way of these two. I'm just going to let them fight because my target's the iguana, right? So I was like, he's already damaging him for me. Cool, right? <laughs> but if you get too close, the T-Rex is like, I'm going to eat you next, right? And he comes after you and he's above my level. So we tried to beat it. We couldn't beat him. We got him so close, but then he killed both of us. Um, some missions you can only faint. Um, what's it called? Yeah, yeah, but it's it's spelled with a J. It's spelled with a J, right? But is it called Gagris? Gagris? I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's right. DX. I don't know. I I do know it's it's it starts with a J. It's really fun. Like you you get in the boards, you start getting materials, and you collect everything. Just collect everything because you're gonna need it. You're gonna need it sometime down the road in the game. So just collect everything. And obviously, when you're in the game, whenever if you're in the, the starting board, that material that's there that I've noticed is like low-level gear stuff. So you're never going to need the blue, blue stones from that level for a higher-end gear. You're going to have to go to that new board and try to find the gear or the, the materials for that new gear. Uh, overall... Super excited about it. I there's something about this game when you're doing a monster hunt. They could last 10 minutes. They could last 50 minutes. Okay, it, it's it's really really cool. Um, it's just fun. It's just fun. And I have only played with two people so far. I haven't played with randoms. I've played with Brainchild and I've played with Dupless. Uh, both both in the Goonie Squad. Um, <coughs> I like playing with people, man. It's it's a different dynamic uh, when you're playing with people. Now I have to say, the game tells you absolutely nothing. So to get into a game with your friends is kind of a little weird, right? So you, you're in this tower, and we're calling it a tower, right? You're at this main headquarters. Uh, it's like tower, like Destiny. It is. You can have 16 people. Just say it's people. a social space. It's a social tower. That's what it is. It's you can a invite, space. You can invite 16 people to their server, your online server, okay? And when you're there, we had problems connecting. So you have to go up to the gathering hub which they don't tell you, right? And then invite people there. But if you leave the gathering hub, then you can't you can't go with them, right? So you have to invite them, then you have to post your missions there. And then the person that's in the gathering hub, once they're in your gathering hub, can go up to the 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 quest giver and then accept one of the quests that you've already posted. And when someone posts something, it'll say 30 and still gaming posted a quest. And then the other 15 people that are on that server, if you invited 15 people can come there and be like, Hey, uh, I'm going to take that. I want to go on that mission. And then you go. And then it's, it's seamless. But at the end, for some reason, at the end of the mission, it says hit RS. If you want to go back to headquarters or hit RS, if you want to go 
uh, if you want to stay where you are. If you go back to headquarters, you will, uh, or if you stay here, you'll disband. If you go to headquarters, you'll you'll stay together as a group. We didn't touch anything. It said stay together, and every time the game ended, we would get separated, and then we have to go back to the back to the social space, walk your ass up to the gathering hub, accept the invite, go to a load screen, come back into thing. It's just very convoluted the way you have to get it uh, into a match. Now, maybe, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I don't know. We've only I've only played with two people. I'm sure I'll get the hang of it. But there's just something wrong with the system. Now, I think the game was supposed to be a single player game, and then they added this at a later time, and this is why it is the way it is, which is fine. Um, I'm just happy you can play with people. So I look forward to playing with like you and Dread. And us all three hanging out together going on monster hunts. I think it'll have that same vibe as Destiny when we did strikes and when we did nightfalls and when we did the when we did stuff like yeah, that. This, this, that. That drug is so hard to get away from, man. I'm telling you. Everybody what, relates. Everything you talk about relates back to that game. Well, a lot of the games, a lot of the Using games the that are made tower. now. Yeah. Listen, the, listen, the, I know. I know. I get it. I get it. But I, I, I definitely love this game. And the more I play it, the more it sinks its teeth into me and the more when I'm not playing it, I want to be playing it, right? It's like that addictive. It's that addictive. Uh, let me see what the comments in the section here have to say. Uh, from the beta, would you recommend it? Vaguely remember it from the beta? Vaguely remember what? Monster Hunter? Monster I think Monster Hunter. Hunter is a fantastic game. If you're looking for a single-player game just to play, because you can play by yourself, and you have like a an associate with you. It's you, a cat. You do not. You do not need to play that game with multiple players. You can play it, but completely right. by yourself. Right. You can completely play the whole game by yourself, or you can play it with a group of friends. I find it more enjoyable with friends. But I've I've played I've played a total of three hours with somebody, and I've played a total of twelve hours by myself so far. So uh, it's definitely a game that you can play by yourself. Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, Destiny a little bit. Just a little bit. Not much. Um, <clears throat> right. Careful of your blood pressure, Sarge. You don't want to talk about Destiny too much. So, yeah, I would recommend uh, Monster Hunter going forward. I think it's a fantastic game. It's definitely worth the $60. Uh, especially this time of the year, there's not a lot of games out. There's not a lot of games out, so maybe you're looking for something to play and to sink your teeth into. No pun intended there, especially with Monster Hunter. But something that gives you something. This game alone... There's a story. There's a story missions in there, but it's not about the story. It's it's about the actual hunts themselves. Uh, and I don't know much about it, so I'm giving you my my view of what I've played so far. I've watched people play it, and it's just way in depth. People know way more about this game than I ever will. Um, well, I don't they, got even ten, think they got I, ten years on you, right? I don't even think I want to know as much as they do. I'm gonna let them have it and just enjoy the game as I go along, right? Now, there's other games out there that I know a shit ton of that, you know, other people can look at me for, for advice. So you're, you're the Grimoire card? Is that how it works? Right, right. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want to get Monster Hunter, go check it out. Watch it. Watch it on thing. I know uh, somebody somebody in chat said they don't like watching it. I think it was uh, Spangles. Spangles says he likes watching it but doesn't like playing it. So, And I get that. And it's a great streaming game. So if you're a streamer, okay... There's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of downtime to talk about to your chat. Uh, and then when you're in the match and you're fighting uh, monsters, chat can give you advice. There's people, a, a, a great 
really nice guy came in the other day. I think his name was uh, Neilan or Nellen. Uh, came in and was like, hey, do this. Uh, this will help you do this. Uh, uh, hit hit right trigger on this and hit A. It'll make you jump up in the air and do this. Uh, you can do this move. Make sure you do that. I was just like, well, and I wasn't upset that he was kind of like backseat gaming because I'm a brand noob, brand noob person to Monster Hunter. And I, I was, he didn't do it in a way where it felt like, all right, dude, like shut up. It was more of a, hey, try this out. Since you're a new player, you might want to try the double blades out. I was using the Glaven, right? The very first time, I, I my first character, I had a sword and shield. I liked it, but I didn't like it because I wasn't really blocking. I'm not really a blocker, right? No matter what I play, I'm not really a blocker. I'm a tank, right? I, I like to just put the defense on me. I just like hack and slashing. Um, so I used the Glaive, and the Glaive is so good. All these moves you do in the oh, it's so good. It's like you're a Jedi. It's like you're Darth Maul yeah, wait, wait, with so this is thing. He called, is he called a Glaive? It's called the glaive, yeah. Because the glaive is that five the star thing from, thing crawl. from yeah, crawl. From, That's a glaive. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's, so it's is it's, that what it looks a, like? No, it's a spear. It's a spear with two swords on either end of it. Okay, so it's I, a pole. It's a pole arm with two swords. Yeah, but I they mean, call it a glaive. glaive. It's called yeah. a glaive. It's it called the glaive. glaive. It says glaive on it. Yeah. Okay, then, then I'll leave you alone. All right. So I know what you're talking about. I would love that the the thing from crawl. Um, so. <laughs> Then he told me, why don't you use the double blades? So I, I put the double blades on and you just go in there and you're, you power up and you just bah, 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 bah. It reminds me of like Raphael from like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? You just, just hack and slash from the arcade days. Uh, I really like that. I really like that. And then they have a, I think it's called a sword, sword gun or it's a, it's a sword and a rifle. It's a it's a giant sword with a fucking rifle. It's a giant gun, but a giant sword at the same time. It looks amazing. The the, the one I saw on YouTube and I was watching the playthrough, it looked like a snub nose twenty two on the guy's back with oh, a knife gun attached lance. to it. That's it. Yeah. Brains and chat. Gun lance. It's amazing looking. I can't wait to try it out. Yeah, it looked like, it it look like a snub nose twenty two with a giant knife attached to it. Is what yeah, it looked yeah. like. Like <laughs> a giant twenty two on the guy's back. I'm like, I don't understand what that is. Is that? Is that is Perry Mason here? Like what? what I don't understand. It's, why is the it's, gun? It's it's good though. It's good. Uh, there's there's 14 different weapons, I believe. There's 14 different weapons. Lots of different. I think there's 26 monsters that you can fight right now. Each one has their own armor set for it. And what's really cool? So if I'm using a knife weapon, Sarge, and you're using a hammer weapon, uh, I can knock off the tail. Right, I can off, the, knock off with the, with the knife. With the knife, but I can't knock off horns and such with my knife. You have it's to a, use the you hammer. Have to use the hammer to break it you off. You have to use blunt weapons to to break that off. So and, and who taught if, you that? I, I was watching someone play. Right. Okay, so if no one, if you didn't watch someone play, would you have figured that out? I I, I probably would have figured it out, but a lot slower than because I would have taken a hammer. I would have went back to the tail. And I would have noticed after like nine times after going after someone's tail, it never falling off. I probably would have figured it out. But you just saved yourself like six hours. Right. Which is what Twitch is great for, right? So if I chop off a tail and let's say you're using, you're using a blunt weapon. Okay. But you need a tail for your, your gear. Okay. Right. I don't know if this is possible, but let's say I, I have to knock off, I knock off the tail, but you need a tail to upgrade one of your pieces of gear, and it might be the hammer that you need, okay? We have to work together, right? So, and I also might need a, a tusk, or, you know, or a husk, 
that you might have to knock off that I might need to upgrade one of my weapons. So you want to go with people and go, hey, do you have a, a hammer? I need, I need to get this. You need to get this. And everything that drops in the world is for you. So it's like if a tail drops and I pick it up, you can still pick up that tail, right? So it's 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 not like I steal it from you. Everything is your own drops within the world. Okay. So it's really cool that way. Um, every time you kill a monster, you get three random, random drops, right? That's your loot system. You get to stab and, and carve out three random things at the end when you kill the boss. But during the battle, while you're fighting, you can knock off shards off the monster, okay? And the shards can fall off, and you can find them just laying on the ground. So if you miss them, right? So when, a, when you're fighting a monster, and all of a sudden the monster runs off, instead of just chasing the monster right away, look around the ground because his tail might have fallen off. You want to find his tail and carve it. The horns might have fell off. You want to find those and and and. But how and do you that. how do you notice all this stuff through all the foliage and the stuff that's around? You, you have to you have to pay attention, right? So, also a shard will fall off, and on the side of the screen it'll say like shard fell off, and then you have to find it. It'll be like a glowing thing on the ground for a split second near when you get near it, pick it up, and then it's an extra it's like extra bonus that you that you did, and then at the end of the match you get three carvings, right? So it it doesn't happen all the time, but it's definitely uh, another little twist in there that you have to pay attention um there's lots of strategies going on where once the monster goes to sleep because there's like different stages there's no there's no heal bar there's no um not heal bar but there's no energy bar no health bar no health bars at all there's no health bars for the monsters at all okay so as you're fighting how cluttered is the hud it's not cluttered at all you see your you see your health you see your your stamina you see your your thing at the bottom right you see all your Quick wheel, radial wheel. Imagine that, right? Uh, okay. It's 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 nice. It's not too cluttered. The monster has no health bar, so you see the health bar of your your co people that are playing with you or your NPC players that are playing with you. You see your health bar, your stamina, and your like buffs, right? And that's it. And that's in the upper left hand corner. Uh, the monster has no health, but you know how hurt the monster is because if he starts limping, that means he's like halfway. If he goes back, to, runs back to his base. He's probably a little bit more than halfway. If he starts to eat, that means he was low and he built he builds up his thing again, so then he might go back up to halfway. So there's there's ways to there's little so it's triggers. Not just, it's just not just one battle and it's over. It's like you have oh, to tr- no. fight him and track him again. Yeah, I, I I fought one character for forty minutes. It was a fifty minute time limit. I I fought him for forty minutes. He kept running away from me, and I was trying to find him and stuff. Uh, you have to sharpen your tools. I don't know what you do for a hammer. I've been using knives, and every time you have a knife, you have to sharpen the tool. You, you get to hit so many times, and you have to sharpen the tool. Um, and then it's sharp again, and then you go after him again. You do Why more does the damage. damage. Does damage go down if it's not sharp? So if you, yeah, the damage goes down. So if you're, if you're, if you're, and who told blade, you that? Who told you that? You see it happen. It'll say in it the very tutorial. Ni- it says your knife is dull. Yeah, you'll see a, you'll see a, a knife in the upper left hand corner, underneath your health and stamina, right? And you'll see a. a it's green, and as you start using it, it starts to go diminish, 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 and then it turns like brown, or like and a, then what? Like, and then you have to sharpen it. If you don't or sharpen otherwise it, otherwise doesn't work. Otherwise, does, you're doing like one does, hit point does, damage. Does weapons do weapons break? Not that I know of. I've never broken a weapon, so I can't tell you if they do or not. I'd be lying if I said they did or didn't. So um, I don't know. I don't know that answer. Maybe someone in in chat does. Does the weapons break? That anybody know? Uh, yeah, the prompt. It had a prompt, yeah. 
How many tails does it, uh, does this thing have? How many tails? Uh, it has 15 tails. No, it has one tail. It has one tail, and when you chop it off, you're chopping off, like, the last, like, th three feet of it. Right? Like, just a tip. It's sort of like when you pick up a lizard, and, it, like, the tail breaks off, and it's just a nub left. That's basically what happens when you, you fight most of these monsters. Um... I'm not really sure if you can take off a limb, like if you if you can take off a leg or something. I, I don't know if you can. I know you can take off the horns. I know you can take off the tail. I don't. I know you can injure certain parts of their body. And it's all it's all real time, right? There's no pausing the game or yeah, it's all real time. VAT system or anything like nope, that. No VAT system. It's uh quick. It's kind of weird. I, I don't know how it is on PlayStation. Potions and things to like poison them. There is like slow motion yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know about slow motion, but there's potions, there's antidotes, um, there's mega potions, potions, there's like smoke bombs and, and different traps that you can make. Uh, I haven't touched any of this stuff. I just started trying to trap someone you're yesterday. Still, you're still tracking and hacking. Yeah, yeah, I, I started, I started trapping one yesterday. I had them trapped. They gave me one trap and like five, uh, tranquilizers. It's like smoke tranquilizers. And I was like, okay, great. That's all I need. So I got the, I got the, uh, what was it called? It was like a, a Kui Kui or Kula Kua. It's like a bird flamingo type monster character. Um, I had him knocked down. I had him ready to go. It said, place the trap. I placed the trap. He got shocked by the trap. I took the tranquilizers and hit two, three of them. He didn't fall asleep. Got up and started running again. And I had no more traps. And I was like, well, I, f I failed it. No, the Pookie Pookie was the, the that's the... Like are, the, you guys, are you guys talking about the same game? Because it sounds like you're talking yeah. about Pokemon now. Yeah, no, it's, it's we're talking about the same game. Right. Uh, I, I just love the descriptions of the thing, right? Like, DX is like, the thing, the cat thingy carries it, and then Brain's like, the Pookie Pookie. Like, <laughs> the Pookie Pookie is the actual name. It's just funny. All of us don't know any of the names because all of us are pretty damn new to the game. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't trap him with the trap they gave me. So I was like, what am I supposed to do now? So I had to kill him, right? Because I, I, I couldn't make a trap because I didn't know the recipe for it. So I was I was very I was very, just very confused by it at that moment. So then for the next hour, I was trying to find ingredients to make the traps so I can make more traps to go back to do the mission and then so on and so forth. So I want to play that tonight. I might play that after after stream. If not, we might play Battlefield 1 because they just had an update and it's the air combat thing where it's the all air combat. So I I might I might play that. So but that's the end of Monster Hunter. I just wanted to bring that up, talk about Monster Hunter a bit. And Sarge, I'm just waiting for you to watch the reviews or whatever else you're waiting for, because I this game's right up your alley. Like this game is it's Sarge McCluskey written all over it. It's written all over it. And then Dred's got it now, so hopefully he started playing. Uh Santos, is it is it is it true that the battlefield updates out for us? Oh, is the next DLC. So what's this DLC that just came out? Why are we counting down? Is something happening at one, at zero? What's happening? Oh, this one's in the ocean. Is ocean, okay. Oh, the ship combat, oh, ocean. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. All right. All right, so let's uh, talk about Bungie real fast. And I mean real fast, because we're not going to stand a lot of time on this. They put out a, uh, an update in their Bungie uh, TWAB this week in Bungie. And it's the development roadmap. This is the January development roadmap that they, they put out. As you can tell, they put out the 1.1.2 Masterworks deployed. It's already deployed. That added the Armor Masterworks, which ended up this week. Okay. Raid rewards improvements. Pre pre uh, 
Promiscuous Lens Buff, Flashpoint Milestone Fix, Lost and Found Notifications, Exotics and Heroic Strikes, Mercury Challenge on Adventures, Fixed Clan Engrams from Nightfalls, Challenges in Quick Play, and dis uh, Dismantled Timer for Masterwork Cores. Okay. Oh, and I core waypoint fix. That's the first thing they deployed. At the end of this month, February 27th, so now you have to wait a whole month, and these are the things that they're fixing in the next 1.1.3 strikes and social fixes. Nightfall scoring and high score tracking, emblem, uh, Aurora rework, uh, fire team members on destination map, PC public text chat, exotic reputation reduction, champion mod slash shader interaction, and companion vendor viewing. Nightfall strikes unique rewards. That's the update coming at the end of this month. 1.1.4 is the Sandbox and Crucible update, which is March 27th, okay? Which is Weapons, Abilities, Sandbox Changes, Heroic Strike Modifiers, Iron Banners 6v6, Weekly Crucible Playlists, including Mayhem, Crucible Ammo and Gameplay Tuning, Nightfall Challenge Cards, Crucible Quitter Penalties, Repeat Crucible Maps and Strike Protection, and Exotic Weapon slash Armor Sandbox Changes. That's March. Now you have to wait two months for that to, to be implemented. And then Season 3, Update 1.2.0, all new season content comes out in May. Now I'm assuming May, what, 27th? So we're talking like almost June because everything else was 27th, 27th, nothing in April, and then May. Right, So now you're waiting four months, maybe close to five, all depending on when it comes out in May. Okay, You have the Eater of the World Prestige Mode. You have Seasonal Crucible Rankings. You got Private Matches. You got Vault Space Increase. You have Multi Emotes, Exotic Masterworks, Seasonal Vendor Progression, and Faction Rally Improvements. Oh, and Mod System Improvements. Okay. From this alone, from this list, first of all, Seasonal Crucible rankings should have been there from the beginning. Private matches should have been there from the beginning. Vault space increased. God knows why they didn't fix this the first time around and made this game already have more vault space than the original without trying to increase the vault space. The multi-emotes boggles my mind. Like, the radial wheel has been out for a decade for games, okay? It's, like, super simple to hold left on the D-pad and then like a whole wheel pops up and then you can choose what emote you want. But they're giving you three, right? So they're giving you three, bravo, right? Exotic Masterworks, Seasonal Vendor Progression. The Seasonal v Vendor Progression to me should be like the end of February, not the end of May. Because this, this is the part of the, of the whole thing where <clears throat> as you, is the rep. Uh, unlock new things, unlock new weapons, unlock new armor, whatever for your for the, whatever rep you're doing. Go ahead, Sarge. What do you think? All right, well, my, my, it's so hard to talk about this anymore. <laughs> All right, so my my issue is is when you have a when you have a a TWAB that gives you a list or a roadmap, as it may be called, for an entire year worth of what needs to be fixed. Doesn't that automatically mean that the game wasn't done? Doesn't it mean automatically that the game right. wasn't complete when they released it? Well, we know this now, right? Because they only had 16 months to work on it because they yeah, well, scrapped 16 months of their of the yeah, other work see, that they've already that, worked that, on. But but the the issue the issue that I have is because because it's possible 
to release a half-ass shit ton dumpster fire and fix it along the way and we're all just supposed to wait because they're under some kind of crazy deadline schedule okay but the game's not ready okay first and foremost the game is not ready now i understand on some level that that they have to release at a specific date because they have uh, people to answer to uh, loans to pay back or, or whatever it is that has to happen but the option of releasing a half-ass shit game and ruining a community and ruining your 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 fan base because you broke your game does that really help out the long run for you to release stuff like that like i'm i'm curious to know is the <clears throat> is the new is the new standard it doesn't matter if the game is done or not once we hit the date that that the guy behind me told me told me i have to hit we're going to release it however it is and then we're going to just fix it along the way. Is that the new standard? Because to me, okay, I, I won't buy stuff till six months out or a year right. out. Because right. if you're, if you're going to release a half-ass shit game, then you're not done. Okay. Nobody, I, nobody has any problem. Okay? Gamers as a whole don't really have a problem when you say the game's not ready. We're going to release it when it's ready. That's right. all you have to say. Right. But the, the constant, saying that it's good and be good and they overhype it and then they, they give you all this bullshit and then when it comes out you're looking at it and you're like what am i 12 like who are, at this point in time right the, the the average age of gamers is high enough where we've we've seen what all these developers and publishers have done okay so at this point we just look at it and go uh no uh you got you're not ready uh it's still broke i don't know why you released it because unless you think that everyone is just ha- holding money in their hand waiting for these games to come out, I think is, a, is, a, is, is not a correct way of looking at this. I don't, I don't personally care anymore because if, if, bottom, if the bottom line and investor backing is the first and foremost of a publishing company or development team, whichever you want to look at it, if that becomes number one instead of art passion and 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 fan base okay if that becomes number one then i'll just wait until you guys get all your shit together because i don't like buying half-assed shit dumpster fires right there's there's a difference between if you come out with a game like in destiny one they came out with updates right nerfs and buffs and if there was like a if there was a no no i understand that but just a better better broke well, I'm okay with an uh, I'm okay with a developer coming into the game and going, "Hey, we found a glitch in the board. You're falling through. Some of the things are not dropping correctly. This update, this patch, okay? Because these are not patches. These are fucking game fixes, right? A patch is uh, this was wasn't dropping at the right rate. Uh, this gun was OP, so we're 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 nerfing it. Or this gun wasn't doing enough damage, so we're buffing it. I'm okay with that type of patch and fixes, right? But when you come in and you're like, hey, we're adding a whole new game mode. Hey, by the way, we're adding this whole new chat system. Oh, ranking a ranking system. Like all this stuff to me should have been in the game, and then you could nerf and buff things in the game, but not the actual game. Right, like they're giving us stuff because there was there was nothing in this game. It was tons to do, but nothing to do. Right, like you were done with it, 
and going, okay, what do I do next? Like, it's just boring. The, the, the smoke and mirrors were shattered and you're, you're just standing there going, there's nothing to do in this game because of balance, right? And this kind of goes into my, my rant later on in the, in the, in the day, in the, in, this, in the podcast, is gamers, the community, okay, ruin their own games, but they don't know they do it, right? And I'm not saying all gamers are ruining it. It's just certain people, the majority of the, of, of the people that bitch and moan, the ones that have a voice that shouldn't have a voice, right? They have this voice, and then they the developers listen to this voice, right? And the developer starts to change ways away from what they thought their game should be because all of a sudden they're like they're like lost at sea. They're like, well, I thought I, this was our vision, but no, these people just don't like our vision. Well, then fuck those people and don't go with those people for your vision, right? Like, we com- we comment on this game all the time for the last three years, but our fixes for this game wasn't to dramatically change the game of of the whole format of the structure of the game it was adding on top of what they already had like we talked about the leveling system instead of having a random gun i talk about my leveling system right the gun's already there a white gun's there a green gun's there blue gun's there let me level it up away that's not changing massive about the game it wasn't going we should just get rid of all the guns and use swords right like that that's basically what they've done they've completely blew up everything they've they've thought their game was completely revamped it and now going i'm, I'm completely lost bob 7472 said uh eat shit bungee you should add a faction system let's add that faction system in there right because because bob 70702 said so i i just i just don't i don't see I don't see a fix because even even with the TWAB and even with the roadmap, okay, implementation is is of the utmost importance. Not that the fact that they're trying to fix it, but how it's fixed. They can't so fix now, it. So now, if you if you if you bring something else into the game, now that not not to say that they're behind, but they are behind. They're behind a year. Everyone knows this, but you cannot. <laughs> You, you you cannot say that you're going to release this stuff every month and it's just going to work. Like the way that the way that you're listening to the TWAB and the way that you're listening to Bungie speak is the fact that well, when February comes, this patch comes out and it's all good. Like that's right. not how it works. The patch is going to come out. They haven't tested it yet. It's up to us to test it, and then we're going to see how that works. And then there's a revamp from there. That's the how the that's how the development process works. It's not just hey, we got this fix and we put it in and we right. threw it and it's good, right? So you're looking. You're not looking at five months here. You're, you're not looking no. at five months. Okay? You're looking you are, at September. You are, you are a year. They are a year behind. Right. At least you're looking. You're minimum. looking at September. Whatever this DLC comes out, because the DLC is supposed to come out in May, right? The new DLC is supposed to come out in May. Ironically, the fixes are coming. I guarantee you, the DLC will drop first. These fixes at the end will come out after that. I guarantee it. Okay. Because they want people to buy the expansion and then get these fixes later, right? I'll be very shocked. I'll be very shocked if they drop the 1.2.0 before the DLC drops. I'll be very shocked. It's it's just... I, th- I think the reason I think the reason why they listen to all the screaming voices, and I'm, I'm not saying they, they pick and choose, but whatever whatever the... See, this is, this is how I look at it, though. It's... The, the people that are bitching about it, maybe there's a lot of people that that feel the same way about what the comments are from those people who are bitching, but they right. just don't type, right? So 
they're only hearing the people that are more vocal, right? So you have your Destiny uh, 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 pages filled up of all these comments about F this, just drop this, and all this other nonsense. And the, you, you, they get a sense that they have to keep changing it like every month. We've got to change it again. we got to change it again. But what, when a developer does that, it's two things. Either they're trying to get back to as many people as possible because they know they have to get back the money that they're missing. So introduction of Eververse, and the more people they have back, that percentage equals money, right? We need to get a, a, enough right. people back, okay? As opposed to saying that this is the game that we want. This is the box we've created. This is the game we want, right? Let's fix what's in the box and then sell it to you. That's not their mentality anymore. They don't even, they right. don't they're know. Completely lost. They're completely they lost. They don't know what their game is. They have decided. They've lost their identity. They have decided to forego any lore in their game. Yes. Any lore is meaningless now. Okay. That, any that, lore one can of the, be changed one of the, at any time. Right. One of the writers, that, that was, that yep. was the last writer thing I heard. Yep. When, when a writer from the game actually says the lore doesn't matter at this point, that's pretty much the nail in the coffin for me. If well, you me... created, if you spent all that time creating a universe for us to play in, it's rich in lore, and and I don't, I'm pretty sure that a lot of gamers are behind me on this one. Story matters. Story and lore matter. It in, it in, it intrigues us. It engrosses us. It makes us want to play the game and learn about the game, and makes us think of all these fun fantasy things about wanting to be in this world. If you go and say to me that the entire lore doesn't matter anymore, that means the people that are currently working on this game don't know anything about their own creation. Well, and there's a total disconnect. Chris, Chris there's Barrett, a total disconnect on what they do for their own game. Chris Bad responded. Sad. He said, The Grimoire is an important foundation to the lore and the world building of Destiny. We need many more stories and tales like it. That's where we are headed. Now... Mind you, it's their it's their game, it's their story. They made up everything. They made up everything. They made up. That's great. They made up the, they made up the lore. They made up everything. That's fine. That's fine. You can make up whatever you want, as long as you anchor it to the reality that you've already created, right? You can't just be like, I'm, and this is me just spitballing here. The the stranger in the in the first mo in the in the first game all of a sudden goes. Well, there was no stranger. It just didn't. It just didn't exist, right? Like my my mentality with this game is when I put Destiny Two in and I saw Lord Saladin, and he came up to me and talked to me like he didn't even know me, okay, and didn't call me an iron, an iron Lord, okay, is a complete another disrespect and and like you're an idiot, gamer. Like you're an idiot because that tells me right there that Rise of Iron was created way after Destiny 2, okay? Destiny 2 was actually written before Rise of Iron because it doesn't make any connection or sense of why he doesn't remember me or Lord Ephrates, to be in fact. I'm like, how do you? How are you missing your own story? I just played it 12 months ago, and that was part of the story. Now I'm here, and you, it, it's total disconnect. That bothers me, okay? I'm okay. You're the writer. You can change whatever you want, but change it and tell us why. Like, 
there's no stranger. Oh, well, there's no stranger because the Vex went back in time and changed something, and then that's the lore, okay? But you can't just change something on the whim and go, well, we just felt like changing it because that's that's just the way it is. They they there's no There's no attachment to their own creation. It has now become, how do we get as many people back as possible in order to sell them shit? Right. That is that is that is the n- number one priority now. That's the number one priority. How do we get enough people back? Make it fun enough that they want to come back and play. Okay. Instead of being passionate about the product that you created, okay, get people interested, engrossed in the storytelling that is there. The number of stories that can be told in this game are off the charts. It's off the charts, and you want to ignore it all. Because you want to try to slap something together in the next 12 months because you're trying to save it because you're under a deadline because another game is already coming down the pike that you have to make by contract. And this is the problem with this type of setup for this poor development team. I'm pretty sure at the end of this train, Bungie is going to disintegrate. No, I think think Bungie will be fine. I don't believe so. I, I think, think so. I think between between the contracts that they have to keep up with, the time schedule they have to keep up with, the stuff that they have to fix and rebuild and replace. T- okay, time mends time mends all wounds. There's no way when the Destiny series finishes at the end of this ten year period, and half of us have now married with children, not me, but the rest of you guys that are coming down the pike have watched this game, have watched this game, and now you are now you have settled down, you are married with your own kids, and like. Bungie's going to disintegrate. disintegrate. I I, th- I think time time mends all wounds. Okay, I think the public, the hardcore people, will never forget. All right, we'll never forget. Okay, we are. Uh, we'll 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 hold it above their heads when they come out with whatever they come out with next. Okay, but as far as to me, they should just stop. Just stop what you're doing right now. Honest to God just cut your losses okay i mean they they're obligated to make this last expansion come out okay that's the problem they they're they're they have to do it up to this expansion they have to once this expansion comes out just get the reviews shit review bad bad thing blah 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 whatever it is and then just work on the game don't give us updates honest to god this is what they should do don't give us updates don't update patch fix whatever just stay quiet promises that they they may not be able to keep up with that's exactly why they didn't put a date on the may thing they just say may right because just in case just in case something goes wrong they can push it back a little further right because the dlc is there an actual hard date on that dlc someone said i know uh, house of wolves came out may 3rd or whatever but is there is there a hard date on that on that uh, dlc coming out? i don't think so i think it's early may but they they're keeping their window open, right? So they should just come out in September with the new 1.5 Destiny 2 expansion and and kind of put all this but, stuff. But don't you in that? Yeah, but don't and make you sure it works. But don't make sure you it works. see that once that guy has disconnected from the story and the lore, don't you see that it's over? That it's it's actually over because first of all. I've never seen I've never seen a game like this ever, of course. Number one. Number two, I've never seen people react and keep on talking about a game like this for as long as they have after you've been shit on for this long. 
Okay. Right. There's no other game out there, and I'm I'm leaving out Battlefront too because that's not it's got nothing on Destiny. Nothing. Oh yeah. Nothing. Nobody nobody is as emotionally attached in the community that for this game. It's it's un it's unbelievable how many people are still trying to 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 grab onto this game and want it to succeed. I don't understand when is it time to let go, guys. Nobody talks about a game like this. There's no other game on the uh, uh, since I've been born. There hasn't been a game talked about as much as this game, even though it's a giant dumpster fire. I, I'm trying to think I'm, if there I'm, was. I'm impressed. I'm impressed a little bit, but at the same time, it saddens me that everyone knows the potential that this game had. Right. And it sickens, never... it sickens me and to it's know not even... that they have squandered it. They have literally squandered it. And now lit it on fire. Yeah. I, if I was if I was Bungie, and this is after Destiny's done, after Destiny's done, Bungie's a big studio, right? And now with digital sales, you don't ever have to print out a goddamn hard copy again. Okay, now with digital sales, they should make their own game, take their time, don't sign with another effing publisher because they didn't like Microsoft. They left Microsoft because the time constraints were too unrealistic to go with and, Activision. And what is this? Right, to go to Activision to have exactly the exact same thing, if not worse. Microsoft must be worse. just laughing. Microsoft must be laughing going, well, see, the grass is not greener on the other side. You thought we were bad. You guys, We look very good now compared to what you're doing right now because you guys can't keep up with what you're doing. Okay? I think because of digital sales and whatever else is going on that they'll make a game after Destiny – It'll be on their terms. They won't have to worry about publishers or anything like that, holding their time constraints, and they'll make a game much better than what Destiny is. Now, that's a decade from now, okay? A decade from now, okay? Because they still have to work on Destiny 3 because of obligations that they've already squandered, okay? So that's it for Destiny. Not not forever. I'm talking about just for this segment. We're done with Destiny. We're, we're, mo- we're moving on, or was I? Um, we're, we're moving on to the next next topic. Next topic I want to talk about is Red Dead Redemption's delay. Okay, now Sarge has a point because he called it. He said it's going to get pushed back again. Um, we haven't heard anything about it, right? They said it, got, it was supposed to come out in 2017. It got pushed back. It was supposed to come out in March 2017. It got pushed back to October then they, or November. It got pushed back to March this year, and then it got pushed back again to October. Why? Who knows? Who knows why? But... Let me read this. Let me see if they, they say anything in, in the article here. Uh, previous announced in spring of 2018 release window. Developer Rockstar announced today that the game is now slated to release on October 26th. That's a hard date. That's a hard date. All right. October 26, 2018, according to the post. Uh, we apologize to everyone disappointed by the, this delay, Rockstar said in this post on its website. While we had to hope to have the game out sooner, we require a little extra time to, for polish. We sincerely thank you for your patience and hope when you get to play the game, you will agree that we wait. It'll be worth it. Now, right there, okay, is the perfect thing what they said, okay? The game is delayed. It's okay. Rockstar's track record for video games is phenomenal, okay? When they come out with a game, you look at it and you're like, holy shit, this is a game. Now, a company that reminds me of what Rockstar does and new on the block is... CD CD Project Red, okay, with Witcher Three and now with a uh, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, right? These two publishers 
put the love and tender care. And I'm actually going to throw rare into that equation as well. Okay. These guys, when they, when they make a video game, they put their blood, sweat, and tears into this, into their games. Okay. Rockstar game, to my knowledge, the shittiest game they made, and it's not even shitty, is L.A. Noir. Okay. And I actually love that game. Okay. Because it was ahead of its time for what it was. They have so many well-published and sold games ahead of this one. If they decided to tell you that Red Dead Redemption was postponed till 2020, you would be like, oh, man, I was really hoping for that game. But you're going to be like, fuck, I, I'm glad because they're putting it back in the oven. They want to make sure their game doesn't turn out like Bungie. They want to make sure their game doesn't turn out to be like Destiny 2 or Anthem, okay? Anthem's already in the, in, the, in the trouble, right? Already in the trouble. Red Dead, because of their, of their past history, you're okay with it. You're okay. Yeah, I love L.A. Noir as well, okay? And I'm saying that's their worst game they've created, okay? Bully was fantastic, right? They've, they've done other things where, what's that game? Agent, 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 I think it's just called Agent. They were supposed to come out with back in like 2012. They just scrapped it. They said, we'll work on it another time. Because Grand Theft Auto like exploded, Red Dead exploded, right? So they just put it on the back burner. Like every game that Rockstar has created, I'm okay with them delaying this. Am I disappointed? Yes. I would love to play Red Dead 2. But now they're saying later this year, beautiful. Here's the best part, October. So let's say Destiny 2 comes back with a brand new Taken Queen or whatever that expansion is. Three weeks later... I'm never touching Destiny again because when Rockstar releases Red Dead 2, I'm never I'm not going to play that game. I'm not playing I'm not playing it now. Okay? So when it comes out later this year, I think it's a perfect window. I think it's a perfect window to end the year on. If they do come out with October 26th, they've come out with the uh I think GTA 4 came out in October. GTA 5, I'm not sure if it came out in October. I think it came out in April. I'm not I'm not too sure. It was um, summer spring or summer release. I, I do remember staying in line at GameStop for four with my brother-in-law, and that was in October uh, for for GTA Four. Now GTA Five, I think, was a, was a spring one. Um, I don't think this is a, I don't think this is a bad thing. I think them doing this is perfect, right? I mean, them saying we hope they have the game out sooner, but we require a little extra time for polish, right? Because they don't want to put out a game that you look at and go, "Man, this fucking game is broke," right? This is stupid. Look at all these games that are being released. All these games that come out and you're like, this is dumb. This is dumb. There's people still playing. There's people paying full price right now for Grand Theft Auto. It's four years old. 60 bucks. It's still one of the top selling games. Okay. It's like Pink Floyd's The Wall, for God's sakes. Right. It's just like up on the charts. It's constantly there. It's crazy. Right. It's why actually, would actually, was, actually, Darker Side of the Moon was on the top 10 list oh, for right. 25 years. Sorry, I, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're but it's correct. still Pink Floyd. But it's still Pink right. Floyd. But uh, yeah, that's that's crazy, right? So I'm okay with this. I'm okay with the Red Dead Redemption Two. I'm very disappointed, but I'm okay. I'm disappointed in my son when he does something wrong, but I yeah, get but, over it. But, but but let's be honest. Let's be let's be perfectly frank about it. It's completely okay when you don't release a game on on time because it's not ready. Period. Right. And there's only so many games a year that a a normal person can purchase anyway. So that's right. one less game you have to worry about. Now you can concentrate on something else. Right. Right. Now you can take that money and buy a different game that you thought you weren't going to be able to get this year because now you can wait a whole another year before that game comes out. Right. Right. Just another, just put more hours in, uh, 
you know, Monster Hunter or uh, Sea of Thieves. So, yeah. So from that delay, okay, it's from that delay to the next delay. This is this. And this one is a joke. We talked about we talked about Anthem last week. Rumored delayed. It's confirmed now. It's confirmed that it's delayed. Uh, Let me bring up the story over here so I can have my Bioware's Anthem. Okay. So. uh, (laughs) Bioware's Anthem delayed till 2019. EA confirms. I think if you go back in a podcast right when they announced Anthem, I'm pretty sure Sarge and I both said this game ain't coming out to 2019. No shot. It was supposed to come out in 2017. Shot. <laughs> it was supposed to come out in 2017, early 2018. No. I said 2019. Does anyone uh, not understand the scope that they're trying to do? Like, wait. Just, just that by itself. Does anyone understand the scope that they're trying to do? It's, it's like a it's Destiny co- game. It's, it's, a- it's funny, though. Bioware said Anthem's delayed. It confirms it. But yet, the EA exec says, but it's not delayed. He told the Wall Street Journal it's not delayed. Okay. So while de- while denying an early report that development is behind schedule on Electric on Arts, told the Wall Street Journal, the Anthem, uh, the open world multiplayer action game coming from Bioware, will launch in 2019 and not 2018. Now, I'm going to push it back even a little bit further. Okay. I'm going to push it back a little further. They say they're coming out in early 2019 because they 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 don't want a late quarterly end of year crush of big titles right i guarantee right, you come- right because right because ea didn't smash titanfall and battlefield one together at the end of the year right they never did that right. that never happened that's now they're, they're now they're saying it publicly we don't want to jam a bunch of games together and fuck them up here's what i think is what they they postponed it one because of the battlefront battlefront fiasco of battlefront 2 if you remember we reported uh about a year ago that they were going to do a battlefield and then a battlefront then a battlefield then a battlefront every other year but i don't think a battlefield i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think a battlefield game is coming out this year i think that i think that the stuff that they're releasing right now will carry this game for like another year or until the end of this year and we will get news 2019 about battlefield no we're definitely getting a battlefield this year you think so yes they they said that every other year, it's Battlefield, Battlefront, Battlefield, Battlefront. That's great that they said it. Well, no, Battlefield. It's reported here. Instead, EA will launch a new Battlefield game. Blake Jorkinson's as Electric Art Chief Financial Officer told the journal, uh, and the publisher figured uh, in front of Anthem. Now, here's what's going to happen, right? Because the Star Wars fiasco. Take notes. Okay, because because the Star Wars fiasco of the loot box of 2017. They are no longer going to make a Battlefront three right off the bat. Okay, they gotta they gotta think a little bit, right? So they're going Battlefield this year, October. I'm calling it now. Battlefield October November this year. Okay. Then supposedly Anthem the, is supposed what, to. What's the time? What's the time period, Nostradamus? Um, I, I think they're just going to continue going forward. Uh, I think it's going to go to World War Two again. Think so. I, I believe it's going to be a World you, War II you, again. You need to put that in writing? Sure, I'll say it right. I don't have to put it in writing. It's on video right here. Okay. I, I think they're going to put Battlefield, and it's going to be a World War II, uh, maybe a 1942 remake, remastered, uh, but it won't call it remastered. It'll be called Battlefield 1942. That's it. It's just, they're just going to go over their old game name with this one. 
Battlefield 1942. Okay. Then Anthem is... That would be be the greatest selling game for EA's comeback. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Then, then, Anthem is supposed to come out in spring of 2019. Nope. They're going to push it back to the where Battlefront 3 was supposed to be in 2019 in that October, November spot. Okay. And that's where Anthem will sell. Okay. Alongside, alongside the Star Wars game, because the movies will be coming out, so they have to put this. They have to put the Star Wars game out at the exact same time. Now, I'm, the reason, I'm predicting, I'm predicting that EA will lose the license before then. But the reason I say this is because they did this with Titanfall. They did Battlefield and Titanfall within a week of each other. Okay, and since Star Wars is not selling the greatest thing ever, okay, they're going to make their money on Anthem, okay, or not, and then. The Star Wars fans will buy their Star Wars game, myself included, will buy that Star Battlefront 3 during that time frame. But I, I do not think Anthem will come out in 2019 early. I think it'll come out during that time frame where Star Wars Battlefront 3 is uh, to to soften the blow of microtransactions from Anthem and also from Battlefront 3, right? So that's my prediction. That is my prediction that we'll stick with. Let's let's mark that down. See, episode one sixteen. Yeah. See, Anthem Anthem probably would have came out on time, but they have to restructure everything based around the loot box system. They had, they had to pull it all back. Anthem so they had to, they had to rebuild Star the game Wars from three. They had to rebuild the game from scratch. Anthem and Star Wars three, October of twenty nineteen. That's my prediction. All right. As far as Anthem goes. Uh, they have to rework a bunch of stuff. Okay, the guy, the, Jorkinson says, people are trying to create stories here. They've already been working on this game for five years. To this point. To this point. They started in 2012, okay, making Anthem. Okay. Now they're postponing it till 2019, meaning they have another year, six years to cook. Okay. Now, mind you, if they do it correctly, they do it the rock star way. Okay. The difference is, EA when has you say, a, you say Rockstar way, like Rockstar way, or the Rockstar actually Rockstar way. Uh, I'm gonna go Rockstar, actual Rockstar. So it's a double Rockstar, <laughs> double, ro- right? double Rockstar, double Rockstar. Okay, okay if they do it the so double Rockstar way, do it the fucking right way. I got it. Right, do it the fucking right way. They do it the double Rockstar way. Okay, they come out with it. Let's say it does come out in 2019, early spring. That thing better be a fucking shiny as a diamond as it could be, and not have any issues because you've already delayed it twice okay which is fine but you have no track record ahead your track record ea is to screw us over with microtransactions now and shit games that are broke right or don't update so we'll see what happens uh we'll we'll see what happens but i think that uh anthem is going to be have some sort of loot box system and and they're trying to rework the whole system they're trying to rework it exactly that's it. That's exactly what there's no stories being told. The geniuses already had Battlefront down. We're going to make a killing. And then yep. when that sh- when that blew up on their face, they had, hey, so how's Anthem doing? Well, right. we based the entire game off a loot box system. Like, oh, no, that's not going to work anymore. You guys are going to have to rework that. And like, well, we just can't rework it. The game's going to be out this fall. No, don't worry. We're going to push it back. Just rework right. it around that. Right. I, this is what I figure they're doing. They're like, this is the, this is a reenactment of the boardroom, right? Here they go, they go. They lean back and they're like, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is about to launch, fellas. What do you guys think? 
What do you guys think we're gonna hit with the loot boxes? Woo! It's gonna be awesome. And they're we're like, gonna make a, "We're gonna make a killing. I'm gonna get. I'm right. gonna buy that island in Tahiti." Right. And they're like, "They're like, what happened? What what happened? We can't we can't put their loot boxes in. Oh shit! Ring 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 ring. Hello? Yeah, this is uh, Anthem's lead director. Did you see the shit that's going on with the uh, loot boxes? Uh, yeah, we're we're pulling ours. What what the fuck are we supposed to do? We have no story. We have, we have no story. We have no story. We have to go back to writers. You guys got twelve months to come up with a story. We're gonna have to delay the game. We have no story. We just had loot boxes with skins in it, like Destiny. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Fuck, man, you better go back and work. We'll, we'll we'll cover for you. Don't worry. There's no delay. No, no, Anthem's coming out. No, there's no delay. There's no delay. There's a delay. There's a delay. There's a delay. But, but don't there's forget. A delay. Yeah, but don't forget. They 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 already called it. They all they said every other project has stopped. Every other project has stopped. Well, yeah, because they closed all the studios it's, down. It's all hands <laughs> on deck yeah. for Anthem. Everybody's working on Anthem right now. That's what I wanna, they said. I want to know. I, I'm looking. I'm looking this shit up right now. How many people are working on Anthem? What's it? it's Bioware, isn't it? Bioware's working on it. How many employees at Bioware? Let's see. How many? Santos, that's correct. They actually announced it ahead of time. They didn't want to do a sneak attack, and they said that microtransactions are coming back. Now, here's the best part about it. They said they're coming back, but they said nothing how they're coming back. So why would you say they're coming back? Right? You would just, why don't say the entire sentence? We're bringing back microtransactions, and this is how we're going to implement them. That's the, okay. that's the state. You don't say, hey, guys, by the way, microtransactions are coming back. I'm go back to my house now. Like, All hands on that's deck. Not how it, that's not how it does it. This, this number's way off because the number of employees at BioWare is 800, but that's updated last at 2010. Okay? So I'm pretty sure they're well over 1,000, 1,200 Employees. Well, they, they, they let some people go after the after the Andromeda massacre, right? They just got rid of that whole studio. They still have twelve hundred people, I would assume. Yeah. Okay, uh, twelve hundred people working on a video game, all hands on deck to get rid of loot crates and write stories now. Because him him saying him saying, well, there's people writing stories. Where's where's that? Where's the the line he said? Is there people is are there trying people, to people are people trying to create stories? stories? Yes, yeah. people are trying to create stories. So you're telling me you didn't have any stories? Up it's to all this world. Point. No, it's all six years world building. World building. Six six years world skin building. Skin building, gun building. So everything we saw in the trailer, that's everything they worked on. There was no story. They just worked on that and that alone. No, but they, uh, listen, the hook has to be there. Did anybody else not fall in love with that cinematic sequence of the town they were in? Oh, like the that's the hook, right? Oh yeah. Because that's what you believe. That's what you believe the game is going to believe. That's the hook. Now, we know them. We know what happens. And we know timetables. I'm calling shenanigans. Okay? This, 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 I, I predict, I predict based on current information that when Anthem is released, it will be the slowest selling, slowest selling success ever. Because no one's going to buy it first. No one. Right. They're going right. to wait. Everyone's going to wait. And then for some They're reason... They're going to have to show us some shit. The, the publishing companies are going to say, see that? They don't even want to buy Anthem. They all want to watch it on... They all want to watch it on Twitch and Mixer. Yeah, we do want right. to watch it on Twitch and Mixer because right. you fucked us the last two years. But no, but no one's going to buy it. But no one's going to buy it. They're going to wait. Everyone's going to wait and to see what it actually is and how it actually plays. And then the sales will start. I agree with that. It's gonna be it's gonna be hilarious. All it's right. gonna be opening day for Anthem, and you're gonna hear crickets. Everyone's watching it. Everyone's watching it. On everyone's YouTube. watching one guy play it because he went. He got it free. 
You got it free mm -hmm. on Twitch. <laughs> yep. They're going to have to do some marketing with you, that game. You, listen, you will know how bad Anthem is. You will know how bad Anthem is. <laughs> Did you take his chips? Is that what that whole mess was? You took his chips? Man. I didn't leave this chair. I didn't take anything. I was handed. Yeah, you were handed apple. I, I was handed apple slices. That's and right. he came in and he grabbed them and then ran with them and then dropped them on the floor. Right, so I, I believe I believe that the way that Anthem is going to be released, okay, you, you're you're going to know how bad Anthem actually is My based on based on if they show a live action trailer like Destiny did. Right. If well, live... show, if the commercial if the commercial has live action shots, okay, and they're showing you all the cool fangled mech suits, but they're not actually in game, they're going to show you. Exactly. Live action. As soon as you start to see that as advertisements for Anthem, then you start to worry. Start to worry. I think I think um I think we're gonna have some a lot of news for this podcast in year five and six. <laughs> All right, the next story I want to talk about. Um yeah, I heard I heard Star Wars is bring back the uh the loot crates. It's okay. I'm it doesn't affect me in any way. Uh but uh, one of the other stories I want to talk about, let me see. I want to go into the Microsoft rumors of maybe buying EA or Valve. Okay. If EA gets bought by Microsoft, this could be huge, huge, because not only does EA make, I don't know, Think how many games does EA make? I mean, they're all top selling, right? Battlefield series for the Forza. The, there, there's there's tons, right? EA I mean, makes basically everything. All the sports games. If Microsoft buys this and owns EA with all those exclusive titles that EA makes, that's a win. That's a win for Microsoft because then overnight, thank you very much. And on, on sports alone, they could stop PlayStation from having exclusives, okay? Wipe out PlayStation and, and have all exclusive titles. All EA games will be on Xbox, Xbox Game Pass for free. Or not free, but $10 a month, right? That takes the legs out from PlayStation for a lot of games. A lot of games are made by EA's uh, uh, crew, and they would just, all of a sudden, Microsoft would go, oh, exclusives, bam, there's about 20 of them right there for the Xbox, Xbox only, for the Play Anywhere. Right, but at the same time, at the same time, when they're trying to make a move like that, you know what kind of situation Xbox, Microsoft is actually in. They're in kind of a trouble now. This year has been dominated by PlayStation, and now Nintendo. They are number right. three. There's no doubt they are number three. Okay. Well, and so when they're when you're thinking about spending your pool of money in order to acquire multiple publishing companies and multiple developing companies because you try to you're you're now trying to play catch up, this is almost a little bit like a desperation move. I don't see. I don't think it's de desperation. <laughs> I I think it is a very smart move. Right? They're like, why are we going to why are we going to make uh 
studios start creating exclusives just for us when there's already a bunch of companies out there that we can just buy up and instantly have that access. That's that's great, but don't you think they maybe should have thought about that before they were number three? I would think that if you wanted exclusives quickly and you wanted to move, keep up with 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 your other competition, I think that that kind of move would have been happening earlier. The fact well, that it's they, happening well, now, the well, fact no, they, that it's happening now says to me that this is a desperation move. Well, no, they did. So they did make the move, but it takes a while to. Phil Spencer came in. Okay, he's only been there for like two years, three years in his in his position. Okay, and he's already moving up. He got promoted. We talked about it last week, and he brought in someone else to fill his position. Okay. He he started, I mean, Rare started building Sea of Thieves five years ago, right? 2012 is when they started making Sea of Thieves. State of Decay, okay, uh, Undead Labs, was that three, four, almost five years ago, created a State of Decay and now State of Decay 2. Crackdown 3, same thing. So they have their developers that are creating games. They have Gears of War that is coming out. They have a new Halo coming out. They have studios that are making games exclusively for Xbox. Okay, but it takes time. This doesn't take time. This, all it does is you throw a billion dollars at it, $1.3 billion at it, or whatever the hell you're going to pay for it, okay? And you get all these exclusive titles instantaneously within months. And then PlayStation goes, uh, so wait, wait, we don't get, we don't get any of the Maddens. We don't get the FIFA. We don't get... We don't get the NHL. We don't get any of those sports games. We don't get the Forza games. We don't get we don't get any of the new Bioware games. We don't get Anthem. Wait, wait, wait. We don't get Anthem, right? They literally can just. Oh, sorry, PlayStation. You didn't want to do crossplay, and you didn't want to do this, right? So EA is not the only thing they're interested in, right? They might actually buy Valve, and if they buy Valve, this is even bigger, okay, than buying EA because Valve is Steam. Steam is the largest online gaming retailer store that there is on the planet, okay? You get everything from there. When you buy a game, you buy it from Steam, okay? People don't like the fact that the Microsoft Store and, and Windows is so fucking shitty to play a game and buy a game from, okay? So Microsoft says, look, we can't, we, we just can't, we can't build a store correctly. We just suck at building a store. So why don't we just buy Valve? Okay, and then all the games that come out for crossplay are now on Steam. Okay, so if you buy it on Steam, you can buy it and you can play it on Xbox. Boom. It's huge. Huge. Okay, because now the people that are just PC users are okay with this because they can get the EA games or not the EA games, but they can get the PC games to work and it's cross platform. So if I buy something on the PC, it's going to work with my Xbox and I, I can play with more people. Okay, or whatever it is. That's, it's a win-win situation, and that's a bigger purchase, I believe, because Valve has turned out multiple, multiple deals in the past, so them just sitting there waiting to go, well, what are you going to offer us, right? They already own a mountain, right? So now who's going to offer them the mountain range, okay? Pick your pick your price. So if, 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 if Microsoft buys EA, huge. If they buy Valve, it's gigantic. I mean, it's just... People are going to be pissed about it, but Microsoft is in a, in a very smart move to do it then because they instantaneously buy so many games that they can now have exclusive rights to, okay? And then if, if Valve is owned by Microsoft, anyone that makes a game has to go through Microsoft now to get their game published on their, on their thing, right? I mean, 
It's genius. I mean, you have the cash. Why not do it? Why not do it? On top of that, people are pushing back to Microsoft and protesting Microsoft because in the retail stores, because of this Game Pass that we talked about last week, for 10 bucks a month, $120 a year, you get all exclusive titles. I believe, uh, let me see, Xbox Game Pass. I forget how many titles it has. I think it has over 100 titles. Xbox uh, Game Pass. The interesting part about the Game Pass, though, is the retailers would, be, would actually be more mad if Microsoft actually had a bigger lineup of exclusive games, which they don't. Right. right. They only have like three or four. They got a handful, maybe. Right. Now, the retailers are pissed off just about the three or four. Can you imagine if they had EA and did Game Pass? Right. Because EA already has their own. <clears throat> now, we've talked about this in the past. Has their own play pass. We've talk- As a matter of fact, we talked about this maybe in the, in the last six months. We talked about that games are going digital. Mm-hmm. The, it's exponential. More we talked about GameStop going out of business. Digital. We talked about right. GameStop going out Somebody of business in the next GameStop's two years. GameStop's going to be there five years. We said two. two. I said less than Maybe. two. Or two. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's so, getting to that point. This is the, this is the beginning of the end of retail stores. If, this, is if, the beginning, this is the beginning of the end of hard copies that you go to the store and wait in line for. Right. It's going to be strictly digital. And then we don't right, have to worry because, about... We don't have to worry about them talking about how they have to make more money on games. And maybe maybe, maybe well, because they go digital, maybe that they stop doing the microtransactions as much as they did. No. I, I doubt <laughs> it. No, no. They're, they're not going to lower the price of games, right? But they do make that extra money in their pocket from games. They're still going to charge 60 bucks for the game and of still course, bitch about I don't, I, that. I don't right. expect the gaming price to go down because it goes digital. No. no. Um, Xbox Game Pass, uh, play now or play new Xbox exclusives and over 100 other great games. Uh, lots of games there. I mean, there's a lots of games here. I'll, I'll, I'll pop it up on the screen. Um, got Halo Five, Fable Three, Recore. I, I know people will be like, "Well, no one played these games." There's people out there to play it. And the best part about this is, if you you can go to GameStop and buy a used copy, right? Spend twenty bucks, five bucks, six bucks, whatever. Get that game, return it, get ten cents. Okay, or ten bucks a month. All these games to your exposed, right? Plus, you get exclusives on day one. That's the big thing that why game companies, retail companies are, are, are pissed. Because on day one, that's when game, GameStop and all these retailers make their, their sales, that first opening weekend. Now, what they're trying to say is, don't do it day one. Like, do it like a week later. We make all our, our money. But my argument there is, it's like putting that bubble of the safe zone on, on Sea of Thieves. Like, you put the bubble on the island where it's safe... They'll just wait outside that extra zone. So if it's not on opening day, and let's say it's five days later, people just wait five days and then get the game five days later, and they won't go to GameStop. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's all relative of what, what people are w- willing to wait for. Now, obviously, there's going to be those people that don't want to wait. They'll go to GameStop, buy it right away, purchase the game, then get pissed that they paid 60 bucks and someone paid $10 for the exact same game when the game sucks or doesn't suck, right? I mean, that's just that's just the nature of the game. Right, but the $10 a month, regardless if the game sucks or not, is you're not getting your money back. Correct. Correct. Right? You're getting the game exclusive day one, and if you don't like the game, you're not even thinking about it anymore. You're just moving right. on. You're just moving on to the next moving game. moving on. Right? And then you look back, and you're like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna pick up another game. I have 100 game titles to pick from. To me, this is genius uh, on Microsoft's part. We said that this was going to happen. We said that the game stops, uh, and the mom-and-pop stores are going to be hit by this the hardest. And uh, I didn't think it was going to be this fast, but 
it could be even faster because like you just said if if they purchase ea ea already has their access pass listen i'm not sure if anybody else pays attention how things work in the real world but this is fucking fast oh yeah between the time that exponentially fast between the time we discussed about digital sales and it going away and it's starting already, it's, it's only it's been, been about a year. six months. It's been months. about a year. Yeah, yeah. PCs have been doing it for a while. That's why the PC gaming market is is in shambles. There's no hard copies of any PC games yeah. except for uh, and I, I, World, I take, World of Warcraft. I take, I, take, <laughs> I take this joke off of off of somebody from the know. I forget I forget what his name is, but he says, but there's still that copy of Starcraft sitting on the target shell. <laughs> still, there every is. Target, there's still every always target a target. There's one Starcraft copy. Yep, there is. The PC copy still sitting there. Yep, there is always one StarCraft. <laughs> There's always a, a Blizzard box, World World of Warcraft expansion or or a StarCraft box. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this is definitely fast. It's definitely fast. I feel I feel for the GameStops, but I, I said it. I said it. I said it's going to happen within the next two years. And I forget who who argued with me during that time. I forget someone argued with me really hardcore. And said, there's no way that GameStop is going to lose it. People always want hard copies. And I'm telling you, it's not going to happen. Because why am I going to get up, get out of my PJs, okay, or put pants on at all to go to a midnight release to go stand outside? I'm not. I can literally turn on my Xbox, turn it on, download it, play it, boom. Now the difference. Now the difference is... I still have to wait for the fucking servers to work because no matter what happens, right, servers but, never work on opening night. Yeah, but let's but let's remember this is only starting out. This is only for Xbox exclusive titles. This right, is not day for one. games right. that are sold across all platforms. Right, but that's what I'm saying. If they buy EA, that's a huge huge thing because they're going to get rid of the EA Pass. They're just going to take all those games, and move them over to Xbox Pass, right? So then all the sporting games. Right, all the sporting games that everyone runs to a GameStop for to purchase the the Maddens, okay, and all the things. I know for a fact that more people go to GameStop now to buy the the cards, like the 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 microtransaction cards for the sports games. That's what they do. That's what they do. Uh, I don't even have a disc drive in my new PC. Right, <laughs> everything's digital download, man. Everything's digital download. So. Microsoft, I, I said it, I said it, I said it, I said it, I said it. Proven point, rewind, go back. I said Microsoft is setting themselves up perfectly. PlayStation's been winning for the last five years. They have the number one sales. And Xbox has slowly been building up their exclusive titles that they're going to be working on. Because you know, it takes five, good three to five years to make the games, right? They're in position of making your bo- their box, your your set-top box of your television, right? Because you can plug in your cable box to your, your Xbox and you can use it as a DVR. They've already done that, okay? PlayStation, I don't believe, does that, okay? You could literally take another console and put it through your Xbox and play that console through your Xbox. I mean, think about it. You could play your, hook up your PlayStation through your Xbox and then play your PlayStation through your Xbox because it's a, it's a, to- it's a set-top box, okay? It's a, it's a pass-through. They, they're not going to maybe buy EA. They do the play anywhere, okay? So you buy once, digital copy, buy it digital. Don't buy Sea of Thieves physical copy because then you're only st- stuck with that physical copy. But if you buy the digital copy, you can play it on your Xbox, you can play it on your PC. Same with State of Decay. Buy it on your Xbox, play it on your PC. Same with Crackdown 3, okay? <clears throat> Has TV streaming. But do they have a cable box? There's a difference. 
You're, are you talking about Hulu, Netflix type stuff like that? If you're talking about that, Xbox has that plus you can use it as a DVR, right? It's a, it's a set-top box. That's what it is. It's a cable set-top box. PlayStation, I don't believe, does that. Maybe the new PlayStation 4. When I had a PlayStation 3, it didn't do that. I know they had a streaming service so you could watch Netflix and stuff like that. But that's that's different. That's completely different. Um, I, I, I just think the way Microsoft is setting it up come after 2020, uh, I think Microsoft is going to be in the lead as far as what they can do. They're working on better technology for their Xboxes or for whatever Xbox is coming out. They're working on the digital stuff only. They're doing same-day delivery on your Xbox, doing the Game Pass. I believe Xbox is going to make a comeback in the next 20, the new decade, 2020 and on, Xbox, I think, will be the winner of this decade. Could be wrong. But, so you can set, so, okay, Zoe, so you can actually set your cable box up, put it, plug it into your, into your television, and you can see your directory and stuff like that on, on, on the, the PlayStation? I didn't know that. I didn't know you could do that. Is that new? Is that new? All right, so the next rant I want to go on and what time is it yeah this will probably take up the rest of the show is I want to talk about Sea of Thieves and it's going to go into what the state of games is and why games are the way they are today okay Sea of Thieves we played it all this week this past week love the game now I'm 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 saying this from a lover of Sea of Thieves but also as a realist um as, as, a, as a gamer itself. Sea of Thieves to me is a game that you can never, I don't think you compare it to any other game that's out there right now. The closest game you can compare it to, uh, and people will hate I'd say this, is, is a sandbox game. So you're, you'll have to look at a game like Minecraft. You'll have to look at a game like Boundless, which is not even out yet. Uh, or you'll have to look at a game like No Man's Sky, which is, people hate it, right? Minecraft is the largest game in the world. Proven fact, okay? It's the most played, loved, bought game on the planet, Earth. Maybe even the moon, okay? I've bought it four times backwards, okay? I got it on, like, my iPad, my, my, my cell phone. I got it on the computer. I got it on the Xbox. I got it on... Okay, I bought it for people. Minecraft is an open-world game, okay? And what do you do in Minecraft? Everyone always has this thing where they're like, well, what's the, what's the carrot, right? Well, some games don't have carrots and sticks, okay? Minecraft is in a sandbox world where you explore, okay? So I guess that's the carrot, right? The carrot's exploring because you never know what's on the other side of what you can't see. And you, and you dig or you climb or you walk to that location. That's what No Man's Sky is, right? No Man's Sky is an open world sandbox and people are going to shit on it, but there's people out there that absolutely love it. For whatever reason, they like flying in space. They like driving on the ground. They like exploring and finding new animals. That's the carrot to them. What's over the next hill? What's over the next mountain range? That's the purpose of the game. Wasting your time. Having fun. Okay? Sea of Thieves is a pirate adventure, and they say to become pirate legend. Now, if we compare it to another game that's talked about becoming legend is Destiny. Destiny 1 was become legend. What's the point of Destiny? The point of Destiny was to get max light. And how'd you do that? By getting guns and armor and leveling those up till max light. 
That's it. What do you do in the game? You shoot people. You shoot people over and 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 over. Get a new gun, shoot people over and over and over and over and over. Get a new armor, shoot people over and over and over and over. That's what you do in Destiny. Division, same thing. Get new gear, get new armor, shoot people in the face, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Okay. Everyone's like, what's the carrot? What's the what's the carrot on the stick? That is the carrot on the stick. But, well, the carrot, the carrot is different for different people. Correct. <clears throat> Correct. Absolutely. The carrot is different for, for different people. I like playing division because I like playing the survival mode. I like playing the co-op mode with people and just going around. I didn't care if I got max light. I if I find a gun I like, I keep that gun, I use that gun. That's what I do. That's my fun factor in those type of games. Destiny, same thing. Okay. People hated a certain gun. I loved a certain gun. I didn't care about getting the 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 OP role, okay, of, of the the master role uh, of it. That's what they they get. I have a list, okay. What what people are always like, what what is Sea of Thieves? I just don't get it. Well, Sea of Thieves is a become pirate legend, and if you're gonna compare Destiny or Diablo or Minecraft or Monster Hunter. Okay, to all these games, well, what's the point? There's no, I don't see a point to see a thieves. Like, all you do is sail around and grab a chest and rinse and repeat. Yeah, so let me break it down for you. If you use the clothing, or the gold, I should say, is that's your carrot, okay? To become Pirate Legend, and how do you become Pirate Legend? Well, collect you need the gear. gold. Collect the gear. You, right, you need gold to collect the gear. So if I have the... Highest gold. I have a go a coat that cost me ten thousand dollars, and I have a hat that cost me ten thousand dollars. It's the trophy. That is the trophy. So when you look at me on my boat and you go, "Holy shit, you've played a long time. You're a successful pirate because you've collected a lot of gold. You've went on a lot of missions. You've went on a lot of stuff. Because if you didn't go on a lot of stuff, you wouldn't have the gear that you have. Okay. Now, is there a point to have that stuff? No. Is there a point to have all the guns? No. Is there a point to have all the armor? No. And I'm talking about all other games now because there's no armor or stuff in Sea of Thieves, right? No, the, Everything the point, is cosmetic. Point, well, the point in the end, after filtering through all the bullshit, is did you have fun? Exactly. Did you, did you have, have fun? fun? Right. I like my carrots and my pot roast. Right. Right. Tweet. Like, that's just it. If you had fun. Now, if a person looks at a game and looks at Sea of Thieves and goes, well, and especially if you just look at a beta, there's a lot of people that made videos and looked at it and went, well, I thought Sea of Thieves, and that's their biggest problem, right? I thought Sea of Thieves was going to be this, 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 and this. And now they're taking their, what their perception of their thought what the game was to the beta. And the beta is that, what that is. It's a beta. It's not even the full game, okay? Even if it's the alpha that I've played, and all the stuff that I've done in the alpha is the full game, there's plenty of stuff to do for the people that want to be a pirate, and want to have fun being a pirate in a pirate world. If you're one of those people that doesn't like being a pirate, game's not for you. If you don't like sailing on a ship, game's not for you. If you don't like being killed by another person in a PvP match, the game is not for you. If you don't like clothing or weapons, game's not for you. The leveling up system in this game is get more gold, buy better gear. Better gear. You have a pistol, you have to buy a blunderbust, you have to buy a blunder bus. You have to buy the sniper rifle. Okay. These are not given to you because of the beta, they gave you a sniper rifle. They gave you certain equipment, but imagine starting the game off. And I don't know if this is going to happen. Okay. And I honestly don't know if this is going to happen, but let's say you don't have a compass right when you start or a bucket or a shovel. 
okay and your first mission that you get is you don't have to find uh you don't have to find a, a chest underground you have to go find a map and the map tells you it's in a cave somewhere and then you find that gold and you bring it back then you have enough gold to buy yourself so there's a so there's a, so there's a bit of a grind a little right. bit of a, to, to right. get to, to get to the beta level is a bit of a grind right right and then sense. you get and then it you get that because that's that's Right? That's I don't know if this is happening. I don't know if this is happening because right. every time I've played, I've always had a compass. I've always had a shovel. I've always had certain things. Okay? Maybe I don't have a lantern. Meaning if the night falls, I'm not going to know where the hell I'm going. Okay? Maybe I don't have a compass. So I have to use the stars because there's a north star. Okay? So if you're on an island and you're like, oh, well, I have to go north. North side of the island. There's the star. The north star. Let me go to the north side of the island. That there's, would be interesting. There's, I would, I would, I, there's, that would be parts, interesting. there's parts of this game that people just don't understand and because they don't understand it they think it's broke and needs to be revamped or fixed or or nerfed or buffed whatever it is and all it is is rare okay and i'm using a pun here is making a rare game okay where this game is unlike any other game that you've ever played it's almost like an old school old school game because when you played and this is where my rant's going to start okay when you played like Mario back in the old days, okay, you ran across that board, you died. You started back from the beginning, you ran across that board, you died. Okay, you started back at the beginning, you ran across that board, you got a little farther, you passed that board, you got to the next board, so on and so forth. If I compare that to Sea of Thieves, okay, you get on your ship, you go across the ocean to try to get to your island, but you get met by another pirate ship and you get blown out of the water and you die. So you start back at an island. Okay, and you get back on your boat and you go across the water and you get a little bit farther. Maybe you get to the island and then you get on the island and you die again because of PvP, okay, or because of skeletons or whatever, okay? I don't even know if there's a hunger system. Maybe you'll die if you don't eat, okay? Don't know if this is in the game. Just putting it out there, okay? Then you can start back at the island again with a brand new boat, with a brand new thing, and you continue on. There's no save, okay? The only time you're safe in Sea of Thieves is by getting the treasure picking up that treasure and returning back to an outpost to return your treasure chest. Once you put your treasure chest in, boom, the gold appears. That, my friends, is your level, okay? That is your experience bar, is the gold. It's just, it's it's smoke and mirrors. Instead of a, a level going up, going, oh, I'm level one. Oh, I'm level two, okay? I have $1,000. I have $2,000. I have $3,000. What can I buy? Oh, I can buy the Admiral hat. I can buy the Admiral gear. So when someone looks at you, you go, oh, wow, you've been playing a while. You have four pieces of gear on you. You've made $6,000. That's a good, that, that's pretty good, right? That's the level. That's the level. The level's not right in front of your fucking face where they're like, here's your level. You're level, you're level 10 now, right? That's, that's, the, that's the difference, okay? The level design is beautifully done. It's a, a huge open world game. You can go anywhere you want. Anywhere. Nothing stops you from not even taking quests. That's another complaint. They're like, well, there's just the same type of quest. It's the beta. There's more things to do than just the one guy in one tent. Okay. Yes. Is it repetitive? Digging a shovel into the ground, picking up a chest, and then bringing it back. Is it repetitive? Yes. It's the same thing as taking a gun, pointing at someone, and shooting them over and over to get a treasure to drop out of them, to pick up that treasure, to then bring back to your safe place on the island to decrypt it, to open it up, to get your gear, to get your armor piece, or to get your new weapon. What is the difference between what I just described from Destiny to what Sea of Thieves is? 
besides space shooting aliens and on Earth planet pirate shooting skeletons. There's not the base. There's the base of the game is the exact same, but it's disguised beautifully. It's disguised beautifully because it's not there in front of your face going here's your level here's your thing here's the progression level the progression level is your who cares if your armor your jacket that you're wearing is not plus two armor okay the more you play sea of thieves the more your skill level as a player playing gets better it's like practicing singing or playing an instrument or playing a video game like when you first start playing a video game you suck at it Unless you're one of those chosen ones out there that are really good at everything they touch. Okay, but for most people, when you start playing a video game, you start playing it and you suck at it. And then you play more and then you get better. Fortnite, you die right away. Then you kill one person. Then you kill two people. Now you're averaging eight people kills, right? You're getting better at that game. You're getting better at what you're doing. Sea of Thieves, if you watch my streams and you watch other people's streams, how many times did I run into rocks or hit my ship against something and sink my ship because I, I went through between things and sank it. Zero. Zero. How many times do you see me pull up to a, an island and park it on the dock perfectly where we can step off and take our treasure and put it in the thing? It's efficiency. It's efficiency. You could park off the thing, drop your anchor 20, 20 yards off the thing and then jump in the water then you have to swim slowly through. While you're swimming slowly through the thing, another guy parks up next to you, gets in the land and kills you and you're like, well, they were they were griefing. They were they were they were trolling me. It it doesn't make any sense to me. I just I hit rocks every time. I grazed rocks. No boat sank, and we sunk five boats. All right, <laughs> you know what I mean, Tweak. But but let's let's just let's just talk for a minute about the reasons why the toxic voices on the interweb now are are causing problems for games. Okay, there is a difference. There's an absolute total difference between different people liking different games for different reasons right. and then talking about them, why they dislike or don't like them. That's different than somebody saying this game is just broke. This game is broke it, because the game is broke. Like it doesn't fit this. Broke. It doesn't fit this. It doesn't fit this genre of whatever. Well, not not broke because it doesn't fit the genre. Like the game itself, the mechanics in the game are broken. The game it, it doesn't. It's not fun because it's broken, right? right. That's right. different than the opinion of somebody saying, like for me, that I don't like Destiny anymore. Okay, because of this, this, and that. I'm still on the boat with everybody else because to me, the game is actually broke. It's not because it's it not is. fun. Right. It's broke. Okay, so the, the, the toxicity that everyone keeps talking about is because it's not that you're hearing everybody. You are hearing the people that want to step on the soapbox and yell from the heavens about how this, that, and the other thing, is, 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 it sucks. This is bad. And then you have to hear from the development team that they're hurt inside, that they're, 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 they have anxiety because people are putting too much pressure on them and this kind of nonsense. Like I didn't make the game. Right. You guys set the bar. Like I don't I don't like being told that we're the cause of the game's downfall. Okay? Games are made to make us buy them and the and and because of either uh, innovation or new ideas or or whatever whatever the new carrot or the hook is. They wanted to sell more games, so they come out with a different way of playing the game or a different way of mechanics or whatever right. it is in the game. So 
just because you guys escalated the game to a point where it's now difficult for yourselves to to beat your own ideas, that's that's the natural progress of things. Right. But for people to complain about a game because it's just not the game that they want. Exactly. Then, then they start to they they start to step on the soapbox and yell how the game, as you said, should be nerfed or changed. It needs this. It needs that. But meanwhile, the game's not broke. That is the developer's idea of what right. their it's, game it's their should artwork. be. It's their You're artwork. You're supposed to either play it or don't. Exactly. That's the difference. The, 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 thing about, the thing about Sea of Thieves is it's just to have fun. If the game comes out on a Monday and fails by Friday, that five days that I play that game, I'm going to have fun, right? That's just it. If it lasts for three years, I'm going to have fun. If my fun stops at year one because I'm just tired of sailing the boat, that's okay. That's okay. But the time I played that game for the year, six months, one day, three weeks, one hour, if, if it was fun. If it's not fun for you, fantastic. Don't play the game. But don't, as a gamer, okay, don't look at a game. We criticize Destiny all the time. I love Destiny. I, I, like I said earlier in the show, I say stuff to fix the game that they've already put in the game. Just turn this switch on. You don't have to redevelop anything. It's just let me level up that one gun all the way up myself instead of giving it to me, right? That's a grind. That's a grind that you could do. Sea of Thieves, just because I have a problem turning in a chest and then someone kills me and I get killed and you're like, that's it. I got killed every single time I went to the island. It's like, well, did you take a moment to take your spyglass out, look at the island and go, there's a boat there. Oh, I don't see a boat, but I see people walking on the island. Oh, wait, I don't see people walking on the island, but I see a mermaid in the water because I did a circle around the island to make sure it was clear before I turned in that chest. No, what you have is come in the game, take the ship. Go over there, grab the chest, take the chest, get on your boat, go back to the outpost that you just came from, try to turn in your chest as fast as possible so you can do it again, then complain that that's boring because all I had to do was grab the chest, right? If no one killed you and you were going to do the exact same thing over and over and over again, there's no challenge in that, which becomes balanced, which becomes then becomes boring, okay? Hence, other games out there, okay? Sea of Thieves is this per it is a perfect balance of what they do you get to see a boat see a boat doesn't mean you contact that boat okay if you look okay maybe you're not paying attention but every 15 to 20 minutes okay maybe it's a little bit longer okay if you look in the horizon you will see a boat in the distance okay now it's up to you as the player if you want to interact with that boat or not so if I'm sailing north and I see a boat on the west side, I go, oh, shit, there's a boat there. Is he coming towards me? No. Maybe I'll go towards him. Now, I've made that interaction. I've made that decision that I can go fuck with that person, okay, or I can continue on my, my journey, okay? And that person has the same choice. I see you over there. I can either fuck with you or continue with my jersey, uh, journey. Now, if I'm, we're all separating, okay, now both these boats are going to be separated, and they might not see each other ever again, okay, but they'll see another boat within the next 15 to 20 minutes in the distance, and then they get to make that decision again. Do I want to go fuck with that person or leave them alone? Do I want to make friends with that person or leave them alone? And people don't understand that. People are just like, I want to kill somebody. I don't see anybody. This game is fucking boring. This game, And it, the game is not like that. This game is not a game where you go in and 
see everyone every five seconds and murder everyone. Because if that was the thing, which happened, because you die and then respawn two islands over, and then they go fight the same people again, and they go, well, it's stupid. They just keep killing me. Instead of interacting with the person, okay, on the fighting sequence in this game, if I kill you, Sarge, I said this on the Rangers Round Table on Monday, if I kill you, okay, you're on a separate boat, I kill you. And, and I'm a certain type of gamer, I want revenge. Right, so you come back, you spawn right there and there, you come back, I see you, I kill you again, okay? Now I'm raging, now I want to kill you more. Right, so now you come back for a third time. Who's griefing who here? Are you griefing me or am I griefing you? Because I'm just in self-defense now. All I'm trying to do is get on your boat, take the treasure that I earned because I killed you, okay? You're coming back for revenge to stop me from getting the treasure even though I've already killed you twice, okay? And now there's a third time. Now you kill me, okay? So I've killed you three times. You've killed me once. I've come back. I kill you again. Now you're dead again. Now you're... Now you're fucking irate. Now you're on the forums and you're this needs to be changed. This needs to be nerfed. This is bullshit. Where all you had to do once I killed you is go when you spawn back in, you leave that area or scuttle your ship. Because while you're dead on the damn boat, okay, you scuttle your ship. It gives them like 30 seconds to 45 seconds, maybe to a minute before that boat sinks. All depending if it was a big ship or a small ship. Okay. If there's treasure on there. They'll get the treasure. They'll move on with their day. Okay? You get your boat back faster, and you spawn on an island far, like two islands over. You can get in your boat, drop the sail, and sail away, and continue on with your journey. But no, everyone's like, no, I'm staying here, and I'm going to kill this guy because this guy's a fucking asshole, right? It's the mentality that makes people make the game think it's bad. It's not, because the same thing with the brig. We put a guy in the brig, but that's but that's a, but that's what a sandbox is. Correct. You can do whatever you want. Absolutely. Yes. But don't bitch about it when it doesn't turn your way. Like we put a guy in the brig and he was in there for forty five minutes. Why? 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 <laughs> Why are you there for forty five minutes? Are you are you day playing as a guy in prison and you're and that's your that you've created that role for yourself that you're just in prison and you're talking to us because you are now the troll. Right. If we were playing in a group together and we didn't want you there, we put you in prison so you would leave, but you don't want to leave. You're there for 45 minutes. You are now griefing us. We are not griefing you. We are being polite and saying, hey, we don't want you here because we're trying to be a three man crew or we're trying to get our buddy in. And you're going, no, I'm staying here and I'm going to tell you and I'm going to bitch about you guys later because you put me in in, in the brig. And I think the brig needs to be nerfed. Right. Right. They got to get rid of this because if they keep this brig here, I'm not going to buy your game. I'm not going to buy your game. Right. And it's like, okay, don't buy your game because we don't want you. Rare has done a fantastic job of sticking to their guns because all through the alpha and you could go to the forums and daily, daily, there's hundreds of people going safe zone in the, in, in, on the islands and you have to fix the spawns on the ships, which they do. But there are other ways to stop spawn camping, and it's your choice. You can just scuttle your boat and move on with your day, okay? All they're trying to do is get the ship, the gold off the ship, because that's the name of the game. You want to go up a level, you got to get more gold, right? That's that, that's what it is. So the people bitch, and they just bitch for the wrong reasons, and it's like there's a solution to your bitching. If the game is not for you, don't try to convert the game into a game that you like pick a game that you like 
to have fun. Don't pick a game you hate to hate to try to have fun. That's like picking a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever you whatever you want, whatever your preference is. Like you're like I like brunettes, okay, that like long walks on the beach, but yet you date a blonde that hates long walks on the beach, but you're going to make her do long walks on the beach and you're going to make her dye her hair brown, right? And you're like that's not who she is. Right? That's not what the game is. Even Sea of Thieves, Destiny, whatever it is, if you don't like the game, you don't have to go to a forum and bitch about it. You can give constructive criticism, okay, and be like, hey, I really love your game. I'm really disappointed in your game, and this game needs this, this, and this added to it, and that would be fantastic. Or a little adjustments in here. Not fucking wreck this whole thing, put it back, way to go, you fucked it up. It's like, well, I just listened to you, right? Because now you change the person or you change the game that you love into something it's not, and then it falls apart, becomes stale, boring, balanced, okay? And you hate the game. That's, that's yeah, people bitching on the internet. No way. It's not even about the internet, though. It's not even about the internet. People just bitch. You ever, you ever been on a bus or a subway, and you're just sitting there, and there's one guy standing next to you? He's like, this is my father, obviously. I mean, my, da- my dad's like this, right? I'm on the road driving, guy cuts off, not me, cuts off somebody else, 10 cars ahead of me. Look at this guy. This guy's a fucking asshole. And, he's, and he gets himself so irate about this guy who didn't cut us off, but cut off somebody else. And that's the mentality. People do it in, in IRL and people do it on the internet. The only difference is there's an abundance of it on the internet and you can only hear one person at a time when you're live, right? Like if you're in a group of pe- friends people bitch and you only hear a few people but the internet you go to one comment section and there's just thousands of people just bitching right it's a bitch fest right 10 cars ahead i'm telling you it, it true story true story and it, it runs in the family right my, my son who's three years old he's already doing it if someone cuts somebody else off he's like hey <laughs> like he's yelling at the car like he can hear him and i'm like fantastic okay my whole thing is and this is it started with with sea of thieves just because Sea of Thieves is a game that's unlike anything else, and it's a sandbox game, it's disguised in a different way, but it is the exact same as every other game you play out there. Monster Hunter, what's the point of Monster Hunter? Hunt monsters. What do you do? Kill, you get kill gear. monsters, get gear, get better gear to kill bigger monsters. <clears throat> round and round it goes. Round and round it goes. Division, Destiny, Minecraft. Diablo. No Man's Cry, Diablo, all these Battlefield, Call of Duty, all of them. All of them are the exact same point blank what it is. It's just disguised in different ways and how you want to do it. The only difference I like about sandbox games, and I like Boundless, I like Minecraft. Because you get to do what you want to do, not what they're making you do. Right. That's what I always said. In Destiny, they put those, 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 they, they build a whole building, okay, but they put a wall on the second floor. A ceiling and you can't jump up right and you're like let me just go up there Bungie. like just to, let me go up there and explore put something up there like let me do what i want to do let me play strikes over and over again the same strike not a random strike that i get to pick and then two of them are like back to back the same one and they're both shitty and i don't need them right type of stuff i should be able to pick what i want to do and in this game you can do exactly that when the factions come out when the other factions come out You'll get the pick from three factions they told us about. You get the pick from the gold ones to go dig your fucking chests up as many as you want. 
You can go to the sorcerer one and get the skulls as much as you want, or you can go pick up pigs or snakes or chickens and and and, and gun barrels and 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 transform back and forth. And everyone's like, "Well, that's just a delivery game." Every game is a delivery mm-hmm. game. Every fucking game is a delivery game. Every game is a point one to point two. Keep going, right? Start at the beginning of the level. Go to the end of the level. Kill boss. Treasure drops. Let's get in the ship. Go across the level, the ocean. Get on your land. Kill the boss. Grab your treasure. Turn it in. It's the same thing. It's the same fucking thing. And people are like, this game is just not what I thought it was. It's a pirate game. They didn't disguise it. They didn't disguise it as plain day. Like, I don't know what this game's about. I don't know what this game's about. They said it from day one. Fucking pirate adventure. Live your pirate adventure. If you like Goonies, you like Monkey Island, you like Pirates of the Caribbean, if you like these three things, fucking A, you're going to love us because we have pirate ships, we have pirates, we have guns and pirates, we have cans, and we have treasure. They didn't go, well, this is an RPG hidden underneath the thing, and this is a first-person shooter game that we're, we're hiding from you. They're not hiding anything. They're not hiding anything. The game is what it is. It's going to be same faction, two other factions. They could add 15 more factions. They could add none. But no matter how many factions they add, it's the exact same fucking thing. Point A to point B, find this. Shoot this. Kill this. Explore that. Go here. Do that. All games are the same. All games are the same. And that is my rants for the day. Okay? Games, people have made games, and we've become pussified as gamers because of load screens and and save points and i can't complete this it's too hard so i'm gonna chuck my controller out the window right like play the game if you get frustrated walk the fuck away don't play that game games are supposed to be fun 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 okay girlfriends and boyfriends are supposed to be fun okay (laughs) if you're not having fun with the person you're with Stop playing with them, <laughs> okay? That's the exact same thing. I'm giving you relationship advice and gaming advice all at the same time. All at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> you have anything to add to that, Sarge? That was my rant for the... For no, the no. I didn't want to break up your rhythm. That was perfect. Absolutely perfect. I, right. I, I, just, I just think, we're in, a, I think we're, in a, we're in a bad spot because of the way... I mean, it, listen, it, it's good and bad at the same time because... In a world where it's going to be digital download first, no more hard copies, it's important to have people already playing the game and showing you how the game is. You can see it on Mixer or Twitch or YouTube. So give you an idea of why you want to buy the game or not, because digital games, you can't return. It's not like – I mean you can, but like let's be honest – there's not a value transfer there. It's just basically I want a refund for a game I played, and they're going to tell you, well, you had it for X number of hours. Right. Two oh, hours. You can't you can't return about something more than two hours. Right. Whatever they're going to say is good or bad. And let's say that the game is you you have to learn the game first before you know if you like it or not, and it takes you more than two hours to figure it out. So it is important. It's important that even though we're moving at the speed of smell here, and it's it's the fast. Speed of it's, smell. Right. It's fast. Right. Speed of smell is actually fast, by the way. Speed of smell. So. It's it's the fact it's the fact I'm going that, with you. Speed of smell. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's the fact that everyone needs to know immediately. Is this game good or bad? Give it to me. I'm not even nobody's even waiting for IGN's official review. They right. just go to YouTube or or Mixer or Twitch and they're like, what's the guy playing? Is he playing? Is it good? Is it good? Is it good? Buy. I'm buying it. Right. And now you don't have to go to the store. So now I'm watching it on Twitch, slash Mixer, slash YouTube. I'm watching it and I go, you know what? It's a pretty good game. Good game. 
I buy it right there. I don't have to. Right. I don't have to move. I press right. the button. Right. It's mine. Right. Okay. So this is this is where we are. So on one sense it's good. On another sense it's bad. However, we have to start weeding through the fact that not all games are for you. Exactly. Because it's popular on Twitch or because it's popular with your friends doesn't mean it's for you, right? There's a lot of games that come out. You're like, you're like, oh, you know what? Like I play games that you don't play, Sarge. Like I play Truck Simulator. I don't expect you to ever play Truck Simulator with me, right? I don't expect you to play the sports games with me, but I, I buy sports games. I used to buy sports games and you would never play. I think you played some baseball games and maybe a football game or two with yeah, me. But you would kick my ass so bad it didn't mean I want to play a sports game anymore. Right, and you didn't want to play anymore with me, right? But you stopped playing them, right? You didn't start to try to play with them and go, oh, this, this game's fucking stupid. Yeah, you just you just didn't play them anymore. And I feel like the, the just the industry itself is just, we've pussified, pussified the gamers themselves because they're used to certain things, and then if it doesn't go their way, Follow they, the compass. Right. Follow the mark. Right. I need to know where my guys are. I can't communicate with them. Like, I want a social game. Can you guys make a social game for me where I can't talk to anybody, please? Because I hate people. But I want to play with people, but I don't want to talk to people. Can you make a game for that for me? It's called the internet. Go pick any game because no one ever fucking communicates with anybody. And that's why I play with friends. Okay? Because randoms, very rarely do you find a random that's actually very communicative. Sea of Thieves, I actually find quite a bit of, of people. Now, mind you, people are bitching about Sea of Thieves. Because they're like, it's not worth $60. And Xbox is like, we're giving it to you for $10. And <clears> if you wait and purchase Game Pass, when Sea of Thieves comes out, you get 14 days free. Meaning, you don't even have to pay a fucking cent to play Sea of Thieves for 14 days. You could play hundreds of hours in 14 days, okay? And then decide that you don't like it. And then okay? just quit. That's right. And then just quit. Okay, and people are still upset about this. I don't understand. Hey, I have a thing for you. I can give you a free game that you can play for 14 days that you don't have to pay anything for. It's not fucking worth it. Stupid. It's like, okay. 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 <laughs> Thanks for playing. Right? It's, it's just, it's very frustrating that people are like this, and I'm okay with it. I'm just trying to educate people that all games are the exact same. Chess, Monopoly, football, baseball, games are repetitive. And certain people like repetitive things. Certain people don't like repetitive things. And certain, certain people like certain people need a, a good illusion right. to keep illusion them playing. to keep you playing. Some people look at football and think it's boring as fuck. Other people are like, it's the most exciting game on the planet. Baseball is the most exciting game. And it's boring as, as to someone else. Whatever floats your boat. Games, video games are the exact same. All right. One story I want to talk about right before we end here, because we're, we're one minute. This is not really even a story. This is what the fuck internet, okay? A CSGO fan drops $61,000 on a rifle skin signed by a tournament MVP. This is true, okay? This is true. There's the uh, skin. There's right. the skin. It's a rifle. It looks nice. It looks, it looks cool. Look at the detail. Looks, looks badass. Okay, it's got the guy's signature digitally on the digital sniper rifle, digitally in the video game that hopefully doesn't shut its servers down in the next decade because $61,000, I don't think you're ever going to get your money back. I don't know. I mean, you can spend your money on what you want, but just to let you guys know, this is why loot crates are in the game system, okay? Because one person 
will spend $61,000 on a fucking skin in a game. Okay, $61,000 in a game. Okay. Scott Doodle is the MVP. Okay. The original person, okay, the original person got this spending $31 at the time of writing this. Okay. He bought it for $35,000. Okay. Originally bought the skin at around $35,000. And then he sold it for $61,000. Okay. The, both the seller and the buyer agreed on the price of $61,000. And he said, well, I just thought it was fair because uh, I wouldn't take anything less. Can you imagine? I mean, I can't imagine spending $61,000 on a, on a new car, let alone a digital sniper rifle that literally could be closed down tomorrow if something goes wrong with the company and then you lose it digitally and that $61,000 is nothing. It's gone. Absolutely gone. Uh, sort of like Sarge. Sarge is absolutely slowly gone as well. It's like, I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. $61,000 for a gun that is digital. I, I wouldn't pay if this, if this notebook was dipped in gold and I could physically touch it, but I couldn't lift it now because it weighed so much. I would not pay 61000 and that's physically in front of me. $61,000 for a digital item on a server that could be closed down at any time because it's just gone. It sends a bad message, if nothing else. It, I don't know. $61,000 could help a lot of people, like homeless people, starving children, <laughs> dogs. But no. Sarah McLaughlin would be happy. Get $61,000 for the dog. Whatever. Right, right. But $61,000 for a gold rifle with a digital autograph on the side. I mean, the rifle looks cool. I like, I like, I like how it's a, it's a digital autograph. Like, we're, we, we care that it's signed. It's right. virtual. Right? It's like, virtual. It's a virtual what signature. You, what are you guys even talking about at this point? Guys, hold. Uh, this is what I want you to do, guys. I want you to buy one of these stickers. Generation X Gaming stickers on Redbubble. I want you to do, this is interactive now. This is interactive. Now everyone go buy one. When you get it, we'll do this every week. You'll hold it up to the camera, okay? You'll hold it up to the camera, and then I'll take my finger, and I'll sign the screen, okay? You'll see me sign the screen, and then mentally, you'll know that I've autographed your sticker from the comfort of my own home, and that's, that's how it'll go. That's how it'll go. Because that's about as the exact same as the digital signature on a thing. <laughs> and the difference is your sticker won't have a signature on it, but mentally you'll think it does. And that's all that matters, right? It just mentally has an autograph that I signed for you on the screen. And it's the exact same thing as the gun. Because when once you pull that sticker away from the screen, there's no autograph and there's no there's there's nothing just like that gun. And it costs you I think $5, $5 on Redbubble, which is a lot cheaper than $61,000. So that will end our show for the week. Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Appreciate you guys being here. Make sure you follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. 
And make sure you follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Uh, if you have any news stories you would like to give us, please DM Jen underscore X underscore gaming on Twitter. Uh, if we use your story on, no one's been sending us stories. I've been finding all these stories myself. Uh, if we find out the thing, uh, we'll we'll shout you out on the on, on the show and thank you and appreciate you for being included in our podcast. We really appreciate you guys watching every single week. We're here live, 8 p.m. Eastern. This show will go up on YouTube on Sunday. So if you've missed any past episodes, uh, you can go to YouTube channel uh, 30 and Still Gaming to watch the past broadcasts. I'm going to uh, go. I'm going to. A happy Groundhog Day for tomorrow, people. And I just want to say my vote is we're getting six more weeks of winter. Okay. Six more weeks. I'm going yeah, with. I, I, I don't, think, I think I don't Phil, care. I think, I think Phil's, Phil's going to see a shadow. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll go against you. I'll say no. I think winter will be over soon. I, I don't care either way. Um, we are going to play. Are we? Are we trying the Battlefield One? I, I, I want to try Battlefield. I want to shoot okay, some people. So we'll play Battlefield One after the show tonight. And yeah, I'll see you, uh, you guys later. Have a good week, and I'll see you on my stream right after this. Take care, guys. See you next week. <laughs> two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. All right, guys. Uh, 